Welcome to Money Grows on Trees. Money does grow on trees. A podcast full of practical, real-life money lessons that you wish you learned in school. Lloyd is a former lawyer turned lifestyle entrepreneur. In each episode, he'll be answering the tough questions around money, investing, and entrepreneurship to help you transform your money mindset and move you closer to achieving your financial goals. Now, let the class begin. Here's your host, Lloyd Ross. All right, welcome back to the show, Money Grows on Trees podcast. This episode is titled, The 10 Ways to Legally Reduce Your Tax. The 10 Ways to Legally Reduce Your Tax. Okay, so a bit of a quick disclaimer. I'm not an accountant. I'm not a tax expert. I'm not a financial advisor. I'm not going to give you any financial advice here, but this is just something to help you understand what to ask your accountant, what to look for, and how to actually take steps to legally reduce your tax. Because listen, every time you save a dollar in tax, it's yours in your bank account that you can invest into assets with that. It's very important. Tax implications are so important. And I, and, and if you if you do nothing, do at least go and see your accountant and get some tax advice so that you can actually start minimizing your tax. Because as the late, great Kerry Packer, uh, the billionaire Kerry Packer here in Australia once said, you know, anyone who doesn't want to minimize their tax should have their head read because, you know, the government doesn't do such a good job of spending it that we should be giving them any more. Okay. He said that famously on a, in an interview with, he was in uh, court once, but um, I want to, I want to help you with giving you the 10 ways to legally reduce your tax. Now, I know the last few episodes have been uh, probably 10, 15, 20 minutes, like they've been quite long. I have been getting into a bit more detail with them so that if you're in the car, you're listening to this, you can kind of keep listening to the one episode as you go. Um, but I want to try and make this quite swift and, and to the point for you. So here are the 10 ways. Ready? Number one, home office deductions. Okay. And this is why I'm so pedantic with people to start a side hustle, particularly in network marketing, because you can turn your groceries, products you're already using into an income stream, plus it's a home-based business. So what does that mean? You can have home office deductions. Okay. So like some of the furniture is deductible that you have in your house. Some, uh, the, some of the rent, depending on the size of your home office, is deductible. A lot of the home services and stuff that you use for your business is deductible. But if you don't have a home business, you ain't going to have any deductions of expenses you're already making. Make sense? Awesome. That's the first one. Uh, techs, uh, tech costs, so like uh, equipment costs, like um, you know, computers, phones, um, technology that you're using, you know, if you have some sort of business or an ABN or whatever, it's deductible because it's equipment you're going to use for work purposes, okay? So there you go. The third thing is superannuation or pension contributions, okay? This is big because if you're if, if you want to sacrifice more into, into your superannuation um, or more into your pension, whatever it is, wherever you are in the world, that's fully tax deductible on the way in. So it's, it's one of the fastest ways you can actually reduce your tax, okay? And you can put that t- tax-effective money, the pre-tax money, into assets, which is amazing, okay? So obviously, talk to your accountant about how you do that more effectively. Be aware of that. But of course, you can't touch it uh, until retirement. So you do have to pay the price of not being able to touch it. But for most people, that's important, right? Because you know they can't be trusted to touch their own super. So that's why it's in place to help you facilitate a better retirement. So you can reduce your tax by adding to your super contributions, okay? Number four, uniforms. So if you have a particular uniform that's set in your business, in your workplace, then of course your uniform costs, but also 
the dry cleaning and so forth, the cleaning of that is also tax deductible, as I understand it, through the tax legislation. And this is all from Australia. So if you're listening from the UK or the USA or somewhere else, you'll have your own tax law. But they'll be very similar to this, okay? Because what the government's trying to do is incentivize investment into business because they know that spending into business will produce economic output. This is why they're incentivizing you with tax deductions, okay? What does a tax deduction mean? It means when you spend that money, you can you can subtract it from your assessable income. So if you're making $100,000 a year, income assessable under the tax system, right? 100,000 a year in taxable income, it means that you deduct these expenses from that number first, and that drops the number, and then you're taxed on the lower number, which means you're gonna save tax. Make sense? That's what a tax deduction means. Okay, so number five, um, work deductions, like things you do for work. So like, give you an example would be like, um, uh, like if you had to have a COVID test specifically for work, that's tax deductible if it cost you money. Um, you know, like if you're a, a PT and you have like, out, working outside could be sunscreen or sunglasses or whatever else, right? It's things that you, you you need to use for your work for health and safety, stuff like that. Make sense? All right. Number six, income protection insurance. Okay, so a lot of superannuation funds allow you to actually pay your insurance from your super, which is a, a form of deductible expenditure, which is cool because you've already you've already saved the tax on the on the money you've put into your super. But income protection insurance, if you pay income uh, outside of your super fund, then the premiums are tax deductible. Okay, so just so you know. Number seven, what's called, um, it, it, I guess it's called asset allocation uh, or income splitting, people sometimes call it. I've seen that before. But um, it's where you, you buy assets if you, if you have a spouse and they have a lower tax bracket or they're not working and you are and you have a very high tax bracket, then you want to buy assets in the name of the person who's got a lower income because they will be taxed on that income from the asset at that lower amount. So you want to put all the assets in in the spouse's name who's got a lower income. Okay. Now, obviously, talk to your accountant about asset allocation and asset protection, and make sure you've done that correctly. But that is a way to minimise your tax legally to have your assets in a spouse's name who's got a lower income. Okay. Awesome. So number eight, loan interest. So of course, if you've taken out a loan for an investment purposes, it has to be for investment purposes. Then the interest on the loan on the debt that you pay is fully tax deductible. The very simple version of that is if you buy a property investment for investment purposes, income producing purposes, then the uh, the interest on the loan is deductible, okay? And of course, so are all the other expenses, which comes to the next one, number nine, investment expenses are fully tax deductible. So again, let's use the property investment as an example. The property manager cost is deductible. The insurance cost is deductible. The rates are deductible. The water charges are deductible. The maintenance on the property investment is deductible. All expenses attributed to that property, including some elements as inspection cost. Uh, you know, your accountant will give you a, a, a comprehensive list of all the expenses that are tax deductible. Anytime you're, you're, you're actioning an investment process and it's costing you money as an expense, it is tax deductible. Okay, so you can deduct that from your assessable income, reduces your assessable income for tax purposes. Okay, and number 10 is your actual tax return costs. So like, as I said, if you go and see your accountant and get this advice, the cost of the accountant doing things for your tax is of course uh, also tax deductible. Okay, so they're the 10 ways that you can legally reduce your tax. 
Now, if you aren't doing those things, then you're losing money. And if you're losing money, you're not actually investing the balance, you're not producing enough, which I'd encourage you to start doing, okay? So look to start implementing those 10 ways to reduce your tax. And if you don't know what to do next, go and see an accountant, it's worthwhile, right? A chartered accountant who's a personal accountant for you and get a referral off someone and go and see that accountant, okay? So um, that's something that I would really encourage you to do, all right? So if you've got any questions about this one, feel free to DM me. I'd love to know your thoughts, but hey, this isn't uh, tax advice. Go and see your finan- uh, your financial advisor, your, your, your accountant, and they will explain this further. But I will say this. You, you can give your savings a, a really a real boost if you have a home-based business. And you can start home-based, like network marketing side hustles, like a couple hundred bucks to start. And it's where you're like directing some of the money you're already spending in products into that. And it's just the most simple way to get so many deductions that are available, which is why I don't know why people don't start one. It's crazy, right? It's a win-win-win. Like it's, it's amazing. So anyway, I hope that's been a helpful one. Thanks for sharing the episode. Thank you for those who have left a five-star review. Thank you for those who share this to their wall on Instagram and their stories on Facebook. Thank you to those who share this with a friend who you're helping them to increase their financial IQ. And of course, um, if you want to follow me uh, on Telegram, it's lloydstelegram.com. Jump into our Facebook group. It's called Money Grows on Trees. It's growing every day. Um, Some wonderful questions and some some wonderful success stories in there you can share. And um, what else? You got, grab my books, right? Money Grows on Trees, book.com, moneybuyshappinessbook.com. Grab those and start reading them and moving your journey towards uh, towards the next step. And of course, with those books, you get complimentary coaching calls with uh, Melissa and Melissa. So jump on there and do them. They're free. And of course, uh, if you're looking for closer mentorship, I do have a mentorship program. I don't know if people know about it, but I do. And whoever's bought my books and they want to take a bit of an extra step, I may be done with some of my courses. If you're wanting to get hands-on mentorship to really move the needle, um, and work closely with me. I've got the five steps to millions mentorship, okay, which is um, you know more of a coaching experience for 12 months. So the guys will talk to you about that if you end up buying my books. If you want to get close and do this together, then you know we have a wonderful community, people moving their money journey forward, doing some amazing things, achieving great things. Um, and uh, if you want to be part of that, yep, that's how you do it. All right. Other than that, uh, I'll be speaking at Dreamfest, which is probably coming up on the 24th of September. Um, to get tickets, I might even send Phil the link to put in the description. I'm going to bring Morgan Nelson, who's organizing the event. I'm going to bring him on the podcast and interview him next week. So we might drop that episode even before this one. Um, so hopefully, yeah, you're either at the event, you've done it already if this episode's dropped after, but if not, um, Dreamfest. It's on the Gold Coast, 24th September, all day personal development. Daniel G's coming. It's going to be awesome. Um, my wife, Alicia's speaking. I'm speaking. So if you want to come and check it out, grab a ticket, come along. It's going to be a great day. We'll be able to catch up in person. But uh, hey, look, that's probably all the links I can send you uh, to help you kind of navigate your next steps. And hey, we also started a YouTube channel, not to go on about it, but jump on YouTube, have a look and subscribe to me on YouTube. I'll maybe get Phil to put all these links in the description so you can go below and you can really start to engage in all parts of this money journey with me personally. So hey, thanks so much again for listening in and I'll talk to you on the next episode of Money Grows on Trees. Thanks for joining us this week on the Money Grows on Trees podcast. If you like the show, you might want to check out our book, Money Grows on Trees, which you can find at LloydJRoss.com. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, leave a review, and feel free to reach out to Lloyd on Instagram at LloydJamesRoss. 